0: Welcome back to the 10th episode of Why Dawson. I'm Sabah. And I'm
1: Paige. And today we're here with Melissa Knapp. Hi guys.
0: <laughs> Hello.
1: <laughs> Melissa, this is the question of the hour. Why Dawson? Why Dawson? I don't know, I've just been here forever.
2: It's yeah. hard to say once you grow up in this town. Mm-hmm. Of like, where you, why. Right?
1: Exactly. Just yeah. love this
2: place. It's where I grew up.
1: It's home. It's home. That's it's why. home. One hundred ten percent.
0: Illy Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess next question. Don't know why there was a wall there. Um. What? Since we love Dawson, what's made us stay here? We know that you've been in Ottawa for a bit, but you're back here. So what's made you stay here?
2: Um, I think the pandemic definitely had a bit of a, uh, diff- like factor in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I found myself like unemployed in Ottawa, <laughs> laid off, living off of yeah. CERB last summer and was yeah. just like trying to figure things out. And then I kept seeing like ads for SOVA and I was just like, know, yeah, and I've always wanted to do it, but I never thought I would.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: it was just kind of like one of those like things where you're like, that sounds like fun, but then you never actually do it. Like, skydiving. Uh, no. <laughs> ah. So, I then was just like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just apply. We get in. I wasn't too worried about getting in, but we get in, we get in. We'll, yeah. go, we'll go home. We'll live. And I was missing my family a lot. Like, I lived a yeah. full year away from family. Mm-hmm. And this, and honestly, like, half the time, this whole town is my family. Yeah. yeah. Like, I miss seat walking down the street and going to the grocery store. I'm missing faces that i recognized and like knowing people around the community and like just even just a sense of community in this town and all yeah it's definitely like a city like a small town kid like coming from dawson and moving to a big city was definitely like a shock because like i never i didn't know whose face when i walked into the grocery store down the street i didn't know anybody i didn't i kind of felt like alone a lot of the time Mm. so coming back here was kind of like a nice awakening and I'm an extroverted person but like being extroverted in a place you don't know is like kind of I find it really hard, hard
1: to yeah it's hard time. you don't ever hate always seeing somebody at the grocery store now I do <laughs> now here you're free
2: <laughs> I'm like oh boy you gotta see that face at the grocery store again. Or like it's always like the one person you're trying to avoid. Not oh, that I try always, to avoid but... a lot of people in this town. We
1: love everybody. We love everybody, but <laughs> sure. sometimes there's
2: just like people you just don't wanna see when you're going to the grocery store. When the know?
1: conversation's a little bit yeah, too long. Yeah,
2: exactly. Just like chit chatters. To this town has a lot of chit chatters. So, yeah. so sometimes they'll... I just wanna go in, grab my milk and leave, you know. Yeah, and so possible. now, every once in a while, I don't grow. I mean, I don't really grow. The <laughs> yeah, so often, every once in a while, I don't. <laughs> it's like, used to. Be, I mean, it's just kind of one of the things you have to put up with, while enjoying that community as well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, our next our next question was where are you from? But we know you're from Dawson, so maybe tell us a little bit about growing up in Dawson. We, you were kind of like out there. <laughs> out do you mean? Like don't you hunt, right? My dad hunts. Yeah. I've, like,
2: growing <laughs> he up here, there. we You're went... out there. We, like, there. <laughs> I was part of, like, the Junior Rangers. Yes. This, like, okay. I didn't know the out word there. for it. I was there so was a little, I mean, <laughs> no. every 13 to 15-year-old here in town, like, a lot of them do Junior Rangers. It's kind of just, like, the, okay. a program and a okay. thing that you right. do. And almost all of it was, like, learning how to live off the land and use resources and stuff to like hunt and shoot and yeah but it was never like going out or like we're going out and killing something it was always just like we're gonna go out and we're gonna like enjoy our time together and mm-hmm. if we, see find, if we something. find something if we don't find something like we I've gone for like a full weekend and never gotten anything yeah so it's just like yeah um in this town growing yeah. up was it was interesting um you kind of couldn't really pick your friends. You kind of were stuck with whoever was around.
1: Yeah, school would be like, interesting. Yeah, uh, but
2: it's, since everybody's having the same experience, you kind of are friends with everybody just yeah. through similarities um, and, like, the same lifestyle growing up. I mean, now I don't really find myself fitting in as much with those same people as I do now just because I've branched out and done my own thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, living in this town and growing up is definitely, like, a cultural experience compared to like maybe something different than living in like downtown Toronto your whole life, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. You
0: don't yeah. know what you're Same talking way. about. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the people, no, it doesn't matter. Um, okay, well, next question. I feel like, I don't know, these are all centered around Dawson, and it's funny when we interview people that are here from Dawson, because mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, uh, yeah. Um, But maybe this is a good moment to plug your CBC thing that you were just in, um, talking about like creating work here um, and how that's different from anywhere else, and kind of like the beauty or the I don't want to say negativity, but like you know the yin and yang to that.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. So recently, I was in I was featured in the CBC class of 2021. um, through SOVA, Um, Alvin O'Grady nominated me into the program and then they accepted me and I did a little bit of an interview for them. And it's this um, series of, or it's this exhibition of photographers around Canada that have just graduated from an art school or have an arts degree. And they kind of wanted to see our lens from the past year and how the pandemic has shaped our own works our own pieces and for my piece um it wasn't really too like out there just because up here in the pandemic we didn't really have to do too much besides wearing masks and social distancing every once in a while yeah right compared to like somebody in like victoria or halifax would have to be like really social like lots of isolation Mm -hmm. and lots of online learning and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but yeah, it was a really cool honor to be a part of it, and it's kind of just cool to be, even just thought about on that level of, like, as an artist. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like sometimes I find, like, myself in such a lull, especially, like, when you're working two jobs, and you're not doing anything, and you're like, I haven't done anything in a month, and then you're like, kind of like, beat yourself up about mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like a nice reawakening being like, I am doing something right, and I am going my own path. Mm-hmm. And people are recognizing it, which is very nice.
1: Yeah, I saw one of the quotes on one of the articles for your CBC. Abino O'Grady, who is the director at SOVA and who nominated you, she said something that I was like, yeah, that's so true. It was something along the lines of that your work captures uh, Dawson City in a way that isn't cliche, that isn't touristy or or anything like that it's pretty raw and so we were wondering I don't we never have we kind of know Melissa but we don't really know what she was up to in Ottawa so (laughs) do you think since Ottawa that your work has changed here just in the last year um I think so I took a a course at the School
2: of Photography Arts in Ottawa alongside my full course load which was ridiculous but (laughs) yeah I also did that, and I learned, just learning from different people was really nice, and somebody, like, up here, there are people in the photo community here, which are, which have been really great helps, but it was kind of nice to have, like, a fully different perspective.
1: Yeah, so that Ottawa kind into gave yeah another kind perspective of, of this place. Yeah. yeah, and
2: the people that I was around were very, um, uplifting to my art, like, yeah. all of my friends and all of my roommates were, like, really supportive of what I was doing, and which was really a nice thing to hear and to see. Like anything that they wanted to do, they'd be like, bring your camera. I think this would be really cool. And I'd be like, Mm -hmm. okay, great. And then like get some shots out of it. And yeah, it was just like that support community was really nice.
0: Mm -hmm. To gain
2: that from my peers. Whereas like I found up here, like my friends were kind of just like, oh yeah, that's your art thing. You do that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like sometimes I find people don't necessarily understand. Where it was like really nice to just have like that support system that kept going.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of touched on the next question. Well, it did touch on the next question. You're talking about uh, community here because it's inevitable mm-hmm. um, and how that affects work. But I feel I want to ask too, I don't know if it goes together, but how long you've been doing photography for? And I guess, like being from here, if it started here, how is that? I don't know. Yeah, that influence of people around you, what you've leaned into photographing.
2: Yeah, so I think I started when I was probably around 15. Uh, I found my dad's old film camera <laughs> in the closet, and I was kind of like, are you still using this? Obviously he wasn't, because it was stuck in the middle of the closet. And he said, no, and I was like, can I buy some film for this and figure it out? And he was like, go for it. Do it.
1: Off to Peabody's.
2: Yeah. Well, I went Off to, Peabody's, to Peabody's, Peabody's and they didn't have any rolls there. So I ended up having to like order them online and they showed up like three months later oh, because because yeah. stays shipping and I ordered just like from a company that I knew. And I just like, but I didn't know anything at that
1: point. Yeah. yeah.
2: So um, I kind of kept the film and I didn't really use it a lot in town necessarily because I lived town every day and I felt like every day wasn't exciting at that point being a 15 yeah. year old you kind of live day by day and you live on the internet, right? Yeah. Um, but I would take it on family trips. We went. Uh, my mom would take me a lot to Europe to visit our family in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. So I started, like, taking... So after that, I think that within that year we went over and we had, like, a family trip and I just, like, w- we went down to Italy and we went down to, like, visit family around and went to new places in the countries and we were just, like... Uh, and I just, like kept taking photos even though I didn't know how to develop it I just knew that Walmart would do it <laughs> yeah. Walmart
1: would do because well,
2: Walmart and Whitehorse still had the developing lab yeah so I remember like sending them into Walmart and then getting them back like three days later and being like oh wow like because it's like that there's a difference between like a digital film camera and a film camera where mm-hmm. you can't see anything right so my thing I think the thing that hooked me was not knowing what I was taking but then seeing the results after and kind of like understanding what I could do differently and how to maybe use a different setting or just like kind of expanding on that aspect where I find like, and then after that I went digital for a while and still had my film camera, but then I've like slowly come into like understanding that I way much more enjoy my film camera Mm -hmm. than I would a digital camera just for the pure suspense of it, to be honest. Yeah. And the quality is something else too, which I really enjoy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we know what got you into photography is finding a camera in the closet. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> the, camera. the camera. But what, what inspires you? What's that thing that, that gets you excited? You said, you know, you didn't take pictures every day because not every day was exciting. So what, what is that spark? Um,
2: Hello.
1: slowly it
2: like, grew into like just doing different things yeah and now I am doing more day-to-day stuff it's like kind of gone out and back again Mm -hmm. um just like yeah just finding things that are different and like especially like now going to art school and having that knowledge behind me and using the internet for its positives not its negatives in a sense of like critique so and then using those like learning styles and trying to incorporate that into my own work.
0: Yeah. Look at this, it's coming to a close. Question 8. Um, so we talked about your time in Ottawa for a second mm-hmm. and we've talked about the fact that you've done photography for, through that, um, but you have other degrees other than <laughs> art, so what kind of I don't know, got you on that path, and then maybe be like, mm, no.
2: Well, I liked history, because I thought history, so I started at Carleton University, and I actually started an economics degree, and then switched <laughs> out after, like, two months, because I was like, no way. Yeah. If you've ever taken an economics um, course, you would know. you. It's absolutely horrid. <laughs> <laughs> and it was an 830 class for me, oh, two days a week, wow. with a very intense teacher of a class of 400, and being from, like, a class of 14 to a yeah. class of 400, I was kind of overwhelmed. And kind of. it's just mostly just graphs and numbers. And I had a British professor who would just, yellow, would compare things with apples and bananas, the prices <laughs> of apples and bananas. And after two months, I was like, I don't think I want this to be my life, which is very fair, because yeah. in my mind, I'm a lot more artistic than I kind of would accept myself as. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I switched to history and did a year in history, and I liked that, like, I really enjoyed the history. Um, But then I started working for the Quantic Visitors Association. Um, That's following summer here, and I ended up doing a lot of more, like, graphic design work and event planning and social media and things that I found a lot more enjoyable than, like, writing papers and essays and thinking about dead white people, you know? (laughs) so um I was kind of just like well like I can switch into something like this like this interests me a lot more so then I ended up doing I ended up getting my diploma in public relations at Algonquin College which was a two-year process of like doing events in the city and social media and running a charity campaign and doing a lot for the program as well which uh I am so thankful for that program though I made a lot of friends and Mm -hmm. It was like you had a class with the same 50 people instead of 400 people Mm -hmm. in one class, which was nice. Um, Yeah, so I have a diploma in public relations. I don't really use it very often to my Mm -hmm. day-to-day, but I could sure as hell throw a great party
1: (laughs) (laughs) if you give me enough notice. <laughs> noted um, so, yeah <laughs>
0: so tonight <laughs> yeah basically
1: soul stones. there we yeah. go
2: and um yeah and then as i was doing that i finished it and i did a work placement at the canadian association of defense and security industries
0: um
1: what's the name
2: yeah it's it's a mouthful it's called CADSI, short.
1: CADSI. Yeah. it went from scary to cute yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: i know <laughs> That's well. That's how I felt like the work was. Oh, it wasn't yeah. cute at all. It was mostly just, scary. Oh, it was just scary. scary. and you were just dealing with like industry um, people in the Defense and Security, and it was just like I worked for the off branch smaller organization called Women in Defense and Security, mm-hmm. which meant I was just throwing events for women to of the same minded to like throw um, mentorship workshops and events there was a huge breakfast of like 500 people that we hosted
0: that's a breakfast yeah, yeah
2: downtown Ottawa in the Shaw Center very nice building mm-hmm. but a bitch just set up let me tell you <laughs> sorry I can't say bitch on there it again say it again <laughs> yes. say it one
1: more time yeah,
2: and then as I was doing that work I had to like um because it was step. my work placement for my program I had mm-hmm. to like check in with a professor and I remember like sitting with her in a coffee shop being like I need to do something more creative. And I was like, I liked when we were doing graphic design and I liked when we were doing this and she was like, oh, like you could try getting yourself into like a marketing agency and like, but I also don't have like a degree, it's a diploma, so it's like Mm -hmm. a step down. And a lot of people in marketing agencies want that little word of a degree to Mm -hmm. back you up. So, and then I kind of had to reevaluate myself and then I got laid off and mm. that's when I got served and then I got into SOVA, and then it kind of, and now we're here to there. Yeah. And I don't regret, oh. I
1: don't regret it at, at all. That. No, regrets. No, regr- no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. Regrets. Oh my
0: God. Um, well, then what does the future hold for now?
2: That's the big question of the day, I that think. That is the big question. That is the big question. Um, I got accepted into NASCAD and Emily Carr, but I'm not going to Emily Carr <laughs> and I deferred NASCAD for a year
0: yeah.
2: um, just because of the pandemic and I don't want to learn online. Just yeah. sure fair things. and I kind of just need like I think I just need a year of just like settling back into Dawson and mm-hmm. just like breathing. Yeah. basically I just need a year to breathe. no school, no like t- too much worries of like making sure my assignments aren't right on time.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. that kind of stuff. And I honestly don't know if I even will go to Nascat. I just want to have it. It was mostly just, like, as a backup plan if anything happens. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily want to have to move all the way across the country. Like, if I want to move, I almost want to move further. Yeah, sure. So I might try and see if I can go maybe just live somewhere in Europe or – because I do have Swiss citizenship, so it's super easy to, like, live anywhere in the EU. So I just want to keep, like –
0: my mind open
2: and just take it day by day
0: yeah that's it no i came up here too i was like i'm gonna breathe and now we're busy yeah. all of the time busy all the time yeah
1: good thing about melissa is she knows what she doesn't want
0: <laughs> that's true you know
1: what i mean yeah and we we actually went to school with melissa and she mentioned don't one t- one time she mentioned very specifically what she didn't like in portraiture. Can I remember what she said? Not exactly, but this leads me to this question. <laughs> yeah, it was a crit. I was tired. Um, <laughs> We're all tired what do you, what do you try to avoid in your photography?
0: Uh, like,
2: cliches, I think. Like I find a lot of, especially like when I worked for um, the tourism board here in town. I ran the Instagram.
0: No, you didn't.
2: Yeah, so I ran, like... You gotta
0: find those posts. Yes. And, like,
2: a lot of it, like, you had to, like, ask people if you could have permission with their photos, and, like, a lot of the photos... Because you have to promote the town. Yeah. So the easy way to Diocese. promote the town is the people that have posted about it and taking photos of just, like, the things that they do.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. And it felt, like, after a while, it felt very cliche. I mean, now they do a pretty... They do a lot better job than I did when yeah. I was doing it. Um, but I just, like would see the same photo like 10 times a day <laughs> in different angles and I was just kind of like on the dome you no know, literally with, like an iPhone like oh, I'm having fun um so I was just I'm just so tired of just like cliches and like I'm even tired of like portrait work that's just like in front of a light and it's just like a person sitting there mm. like to me like the person would have to be interesting for me in order to like do it but if it's like a model just sitting there it's yeah. nothing Significance for myself. Like for other people, that mm. may be exactly what their work is, and all. Perhaps to them, if they can find their creative creativity in that. But for me personally, I just can't.
1: Are you hating on Calvin Klein and Victoria's Secret? Absolutely, <laughs> bitch, or... absolutely. Wow, we just the yeah. names in this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, so like <laughs> that kind of
2: work is just like it's very commercial, and I I do appreciate the commercial work. Yeah. I, make money off of commercial work as well yeah but like just having just forcing myself to find the creativity and things and not just have to like stand there and take a photo like think about what i'm doing while i'm doing it
1: you know yeah yeah intention intention um, yeah exactly
0: look at that word well last but not freaking least the most the ostest. why dawson why dawson Because it's home. (sighs) Look at that. It
2: snaps for that. Mic drop. Yeah, mic
0: drop. I see the cliche little Dawson, like, cabin with the little northern lights, and it's, like, home.
1: No No cliches. No (laughs) cliches. No cliches. But, like, like, (laughs) that's the point.
0: Hashtag. Oh, my God. People on our our social media. Hashtag. No. Okay. Hashtag White Dawson. Hashtag White Dawson. Okay. Oh, we. This is our first promotion we have to give. Listen not, up. not that we have to give. We're just doing it because we're, we're nice doing people. it because we
1: love Kayak and we rent their mics all the time. We rent their mics all the time. We love the city. I guess. I'm kidding.
0: Um, if you're around August 13th to 15th, come to the Riverside Arts Festival hosted by Kayak, the Klondike Institute of Art and Culture. It'll be all around the town. You can visit their website to learn more. That's kayak. dot ca. Probably. 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 Or you'll be- find it. You'll find it. Just, yeah. Google i be- is I be- your friend. I believe in you. It's .ca. Dot. It is dot ca. Melissa says it's dot ca. If you didn't hear the whisper. Okay. Well, Mel, is there a way you want to plug yourself? Your socials. I mean, follow my Instagram
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> at melnef M E L N A E F. Not N A. Not N E A.
1: Yeah.
2: A before the E.
0: A before E. Remember the, that. A, a before the E.
1: <laughs> if you want to see some beautiful photography. That was a rhyme. Whoa. Moment of
0: silence. Snaps for herself. Okay. Well, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Spotify at Y Dawson. W H Y D A W S O N. With a little question mark. I'm Sabah. And I'm Paige. And that was. More than Thank you. Bye.